Welcome to another edition of From the Front Lines, where we discuss both the day-to-day and one-of-a-kind issues facing real estate managers. Today, we talk to Taylor Ho from APM Help about solving pain points with your property management and accounting software. Welcome to the podcast, Taylor. Thanks, Todd. Appreciate the, uh, the invite. First, can you tell us a little about yourself and your company? Absolutely. So again, hi everyone, my name is Taylor. I'm the founder and chief happiness officer over here at APM Help, where we were property managers and we help property managers become the best they can be, right? That's in short. What we really do is we really focus on property accounting, specifically with expertise in Appfolio, Buildium, property where rent manager, and a new one called RentVine. And our kind of claim to fame is the vast majority of us actually came or worked with or at those companies. So we're not saying, oh, I've used that portfolio for 10 years. No, legitimately, we used to work there and supported thousands of clients. Uh, many of you guys probably, if you're using Appfolio, potentially, you know, were, were responded to by us. And essentially, we've kind of now jumped on or jumped out and onto your side where uh, we're really like consulting property managers who use these kinds of softwares, but really uh, the day-to-day and getting them to the point where, for example, they can pass a local trust account audit, right? So getting in the the actual weeds with you guys, you know, rolling up our sleeves and doing a lot of cleanup. So we do a ton of bank rec catch-ups, bank recs. You know, if you're an portfolio user, there's a financial diagnostic report for cleanup. If you're property aware, for example, there's a cash suspect report. But doing a lot of things to actually make sure all of your balances are correct. Um, every single penny is where it should be. And eventually then going to the point where, you know, we can help you stay clean, right? And uh, improve your business from there. So we've seen widespread adoption of new technologies and software platforms and property management, enabling greater mobility and efficiency. But all software has its pain points. What are the top issues your customers are bringing to you to solve? Sure. So great question. Again, my my response here is going to be very, it's going to have a heavy accounting or finance bend um, or bias because that's primarily what we do. But the vast majority of our clients come to us with, I would say, fundamentally just software unfamiliarity. These, these softwares are big ERP systems, ERP standing for enterprise resource planning or big CRM, client uh, relationship management kind of softwares where they're massive databases. And on top of being a massive database, they also have accounting, right? So these are also accounting systems. And so the vast majority of our clients tend to be small mom and pop, either brokers, property managers, folks, you know, real estate agents who, you know, were helping uh, investors or the clients buy and sell properties and inevitably uh, ended up managing uh, these properties themselves um, and ended up with a pretty decent portfolio between, let's say, 50 to 200 and sometimes 1,000 rental properties. And, you know, when you're doing that, right, the business of property management is very complicated. There's tons and tons of problems when it comes to property management. On the one hand, you're dealing with leasing issues and tenant issues. The other hand, you're dealing with maintenance and and coordinating emergencies. Unfortunately, a lot of times our clients tend to not be accountants, right? They don't come from an accounting background. And when you're using these softwares like Appfolio, Buildium, Propertyware, Rent Manager, and RentVine, these are fundamentally accounting softwares. And a lot of times we see our clients try to use these. They may be able to use it to a certain extent um, by, let's say, following the software company's uh, tutorials online and things like that. Uh, but what we see is 
no one's use is exactly the same, unfortunately. Everyone uses it a little bit differently. Their setups are all different. Their situations are different. And those differences cause additional problems. And so fundamentally, where do our clients need help? They really need help in not necessarily learning how to use these softwares, but a lot of times it's just, can you do it for me? Can you take the bookkeeping, the accounting off my plate so that I can focus on everything else property management needs help with? So what are your customers' results with the support teams for common property management and accounting software? What are those support teams good at? And where might your customers need extra help? Absolutely. So the support teams at these PM software companies, they're really good at their own software. <laughs> and I would say they, they need help when it comes to actually providing tailored or customized support specific to any one client's or customer's use case. Right. Um, you'll see this typically or generally on the like support docs or FAQs or uh, tutorials where they they kind of give you generalized support. And, and that's unfortunately a lot of times not necessarily the setups that you may be using. I'll give a great example. Right. In some of these softwares, they have what's called a two cash, two bank setup. All of their support docs are for a two cash, two bank setup. What does that setup actually mean? It means you typically have an operating account and a security deposit account. But a lot of PM companies, let's say in California, for example, you only are required to have one operating account or one trust account, right? And so pretty much all of the documentation that you can read is not actually pertaining to your setup or your use case. And so whenever the, the software support teams answer your questions, take it with a grain of salt because they're answering with the context that they have, and that context tends to be very, very little, right? They, they know how many units you have. They maybe know what properties you have, right? what property type. But outside of that, they're not really diving in and truly understanding your setup, your problems, unfortunately, and then give generalized support. One specific example of something that we see all the time, uh, you should almost never be using journal entries in these softwares. If you're using journal entries for anything that's actually touching cash, right, moving money in and out, there's a problem. You, you shouldn't be using a journal entry as an example. New solutions offer deeper insights with richer data on finance and operations. But that data, especially accounting data, needs to be clean and accurate. Can you recommend some best practices for maintaining accurate data? Absolutely. So. I'll talk about two best practices here. One is something that you should do no matter what, regardless of whether it's clean or accurate. Um, and another is just more so just something you should absolutely be doing or someone on your staff should be doing. The first one is you should always, always, always have checks and balances in place. This sounds pretty uh, like duh, but like we've seen unfortunately many, many times where this is not actually happening. So a great example is you may have a bookkeeper or you may have a property manager they're receiving rents, they're getting those checks. They're the same ones that are going to the bank to deposit those checks. They're also the same ones who are cutting refunds or making, you know, re, uh, sending security deposits back for disp dispositions. They're also, unfortunately, because these most, most property managers in America are small mom and pops, right? Like they also are the ones who are supposed to be doing reconciliations or sending owners their statements and handling all the financials. That unfortunately, doesn't have enough checks and balances in place. They're the ones who are taking in money. They're also the ones sending money. They're the ones who are supposed to be balancing the books and the statements. 
that's a recipe for disaster, right? Especially if you're a licensed broker and you have other agents or other people working under your license. As a licensed broker, please, please, please uh, have a, a decent kind of one-on-one understanding of where money should be and why you know every single penny needs to be accounted for, right? And the the easy answer here, the the, the some some answer here is it's because none of that money is yours, right? You're managing money on behalf of owners, landlords, and tenants. And so you have to have every single penny accounted for. Otherwise, you're going to get into a lot of times in different states, you're going to get into regulatory issues, right? Compliance issues. The second, the second piece here, or the second recommendation um, is, or best practices, you absolutely have to be doing bank reconciliations, right? If you're not doing bank reconciliations, how can any of the data financial or not be accurate uh, i should take a step back here like a lot of times i say bank reconciliation a lot of people actually don't actually understand what a bank reconciliation fundamentally is so i'll kind of go back and say like literally every single transaction that is happening in your bank accounts or bank accounts right including credit cards any kind of financial transaction that's happening needs to be mimicked in your property management software. So uh, literally, even for example, interest payments that your bank may give you needs to be in your property management software. Every single month, right, in a lot of states, you are required as a broker or a licensed broker to reconcile your software to your bank statement. And if there are any discrepancies, usually in these three-way rec forms, there's a, you know, a place for you to say, you know, here's a discrepancy and why, but realistically, you should not have any discrepancies. It is very, very hard to do a bank rec at the end of a month, right? Especially if you're not doing it every single day. And so as a best practice, unfortunately, very unattainable for a lot of people, but as a best practice, for example, at APM Help, we help our clients do bank recs every single day. And the reason for that is if you think about it, by the time the end of the month happens, you're now into rent week. Rent week is the busiest time of the month for most people, right? Or most property managers. That's when you're collecting rent, you're you know handling delinquencies, you're dealing with a lot of a lot of stuff. That's actually when your statement hits, right? Your statement hits in the first week of every month. That's when you should be doing your bank rec. Well, also imagine if you're doing your bank rec 30 days in arrear and you see a transaction that's like, oh, what's this transaction? I don't recognize it because it was maybe in the first week of the, the prior month. Now you've got, you know, now it's just adding to, okay, I have to go research this transaction. Did I do it? Did someone on my staff do it? When you're doing it every day or at least every business day, right, you're only ever, let's say, one to three days away from, hey, this happened yesterday. What is it? When you do bank recs consistently and frequently, you're able to stay on top of these things. And that's the bare, bare, bare minimum on keeping accounting or financial data clean and accurate. One last thing, if it happens in real life, it needs to happen in your property management software, even if it was not right, right? I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't actually understand. They may say, oh, well, that didn't actually, that was an accident. We didn't actually mean to deposit that money or transfer that amount. Unfortunately, you still have to reflect it in your software to truly reconcile. Again, that's where things get really, really complicated. Let's talk more about working with financial data. Property managers are handling other people's money, and that's a core responsibility. How straightforward is it for property managers using these modern property management systems to pass their local trust account audit? It is 
not straightforward at all. I won't name any specific software, but there is not a not any of these softwares currently have the reports you can pull immediately or easily to be able to pass a local trust account audit. In all of them, you have to customize them, you have to filter them, you've got to know which reports to pull. They're all named differently or they're all called differently across the different softwares. And ultimately your local trust account auditor isn't going to hand you like a, an instruction manual and say, oh, you use Appfolio. Here's the, here are the reports you need to pull from Appfolio and how to customize and filter them. And so, you know, if you're using these softwares, it's extremely hard, but I'll also take a step back here, right? Like how straightforward is it for a property manager to pass an audit? I would say passing is one thing, but even be able to get those reports to submit for the audit is a whole nother thing. You should think of it as, again, you have to balance the books, right? If there's $100,000 in your bank account, your software needs to total $100,000 across all of the properties you manage. One specific thing here that a lot of people kind of forget, right, unfortunately, is they'll hide or deactivate properties in their property management software, but those properties will still have balances on them. Those balances are still tied to the bank accounts that they were originally associated with. Just because they're hidden doesn't necessarily mean or doesn't mean at all that, oh, all of a sudden that negative $5,000 balance on that property that's no longer ma being managed, we can just ignore it. You can't do that. All of these softwares are built so that they account for every single penny, regardless of if it's active or deactivated. That's one of the kind of pitfalls or unfortunately things that most people aren't aware of. And each software has a different report that, that you need to pull to be able to even begin to get to where you can balance and, 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 and prove your numbers that, you know, uh, that equal your bank statement balance. Uh, how do you recommend getting the most out of your property management software in terms of implementation and rollout, staff training, ongoing maintenance and support, including when you need to call in outside support like APM help? The most important thing to do whenever you're using your property management software is you have to get set up properly first. Setup is the number one reason I would say uh, where property managers aren't successful using their softwares long-term. And unfortunately, with a lot of these software companies that are migration implement implementation teams, their job isn't necessarily to set you up for success long-term. They're, they're just trying to get you in. Right, um, they've got they've got queues, they've got quotas to meet, and, and that's kind of an unfortunate byproduct of being in a big, massive, you know, property management software. And that's unfortunately where we see the most problems. Um, that th that can be, for example, your late fee settings, your management fee settings. A lot of people who use you know Folio, Buildium, you know, so a lot of these softwares, you hear about suppressed fee settings, additional fee settings. All of those things are going to affect your success in using those softwares. Beyond that, absolutely number one outside of that, uh, you got you to invest in training, right? These are not easy softwares, even though the property management software salespeople will say, oh, it's super easy. You don't need a bookkeeper or accountant to use this, right? Like, I'm sorry, that's not actually the case. You, you may not need to be an accountant per se, but you absolutely need to spend, uh, you need to invest a lot of time for yourself as well as your staff uh, to train and learn and understand these softwares, right? Or at least, you know, the, 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 the subsector of the tasks that they're going to be doing in these softwares. And yes, I know I said before, you can, 
you can try to do online trainings. That's kind of the 101, that's the basics. But you know, typically, and this is the shameless plug, we would definitely recommend hiring or uh, consulting with outside support who will take the time to actually understand your business, understand how you're using it, and then make recommendations and trainings based on all of that context that you've now given them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what can you do to make sure your teams are set up for success with the software your company is using? Uh, yeah, again, I, I think this goes back to the original. You, you've got to invest in your teams to, to just learn, understand those softwares. For us specifically at APM Help, we, we actually, most of the software we use is internal. Um, so we actually provide a service to property managers and brokers with their agents engaged in property management. So you're not necessarily interfacing with software we provide. You're interfacing with us as more so, can you please handle this for me? And we just get it done. Again, just going back to using these property management softwares, whatever you may use, just remember you got to let your teams uh, truly invest time to learn and get trained on them. Great. Thanks so much for joining us, Taylor. Yeah, thanks, Todd. Thanks for having me. Visit irem.org for more knowledge to take on real estate management's most dynamic challenges. That's www.irem.org.